Who's junior high here? Where's high school? High school? And I already saw the good-looking old people. I, I love old people. Because I, because I be one too. I'm 65 going on 14. Right, guys? Yeah. Those of y'all know me? Well, no, 16. I can drive. I shouldn't, but I do. Hey, you know what? Um, I, I am really excited about being here tonight and talking to you. Years ago, I did youth ministry. I started out, I've been doing this for over 40 years. I started out uh, back in... Um, 77 and I was a youth minister and music also up through 1987 so about 10 years there then I came here on staff in 87 and uh, did a stint with junior high ministry also junior high and it was just an amazing time and the fact is is that once you have been involved in youth ministry you always are that just doesn't change you just get old and lose your hair you know kind of a thing but I've been asked I get 50 is that clock gonna run so I know how much I have Okay. All right, good. So I have 15 minutes and I promise you I'm not going to go longer than 15. All I'm asking is that you give me 15 minutes and you listen. Okay? Because um, one of the great things that happens at this church is that we love you. And that may not make sense to, to some of you out there because uh, for an adult to say that to you is, is, uh, is foreign. We care about you as people and that's why we're here tonight. It wasn't for those killer hot dogs out there, trust me. It was, it was because we want to be here with you. So I have a couple of passages of scripture I want to share with you guys, okay? So listen to the first one, and they're going to put it up here. This comes from Philippians chapter 2, and it's the first two verses of that chapter, and it says this. It says, shh, my turn. If you, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete, being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one in purpose. A lot of ifs in there. Here, here's the question. There are a lot of you kids in here that are followers of Jesus and you've given your life to him, and it's one of the best decisions you will, I personally think that you'll ever make. It's also one of the toughest decisions that you'll ever make. Because there are a lot of kids that are gonna mock you because you're a Jesus freak. And I'm telling you from what the book of Philippians tells me, this is written by a man named Paul who wrote this, and he was in jail, and they beat him up so badly. They had this thing, and Pastor Glenn preached about it on Sunday, they would beat you 49 times in your back and rip you wide open because they considered the 50th whip lethal dose. And they would tear you up and they would hurt you intentionally just close to death. And he said to people when he was like that, beat up all that, he said, be like-minded. He had every right to say, forget this, I'm out of here. But he did that. And our purpose here at this church with you guys, why we're here as senior adults, is because we want to invest our lives in you. Um, put the picture up of Franny, would you please? This is, this is my grandbaby. Um, that's Francesca. <laughs> I, am, I am so in love. It's unbelievable. And yes, I'm right there, and it's okay. You know, when, you, when you'll learn this, and, and seniors, you'll agree with me on this. When we raised our kids, there was a bunch of do's and don'ts. When it's the grandkids, <laughs> eat what you want, go home, let your parents deal with it. 
That little picture up there says to me, yep, he's mine. That little girl is my daughter's baby. And my daughter does not have a husband. And I share this with you not because I'm making fun of Bethany, but I'm saying that her daddy is a gentleman that lives in this area, but is very, very little involved in her life. And so when she was born, I held this incredible little baby in my arms and I prayed and I said, God, if your desire is for me to be more than a papa to her and more of a daddy, I'll do what you want me to do. And so for a little over four years, Franny and I have been building a relationship. And I'm crazy about that little girl, but not just because she's flesh and blood, but because God has asked me to pour into her life. I want to pour into her life. Deuteronomy has a little passage here I want to show you that it says this. If you can pull that up. Deuteronomy verses 4 through 9. Listen to this, and this is the last scripture I'm going to show you. Hear, O Israel, and this passage right now is talking to the adults. So adults, hear this, please. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. So all of you. These commands that I give you today are to be put upon your hearts. Now here's where it comes in, our job. Impress them on your children. Talk with them about, about it when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands. Bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. It is my responsibility as a follower of Jesus to do everything I can to pour into Francesca's life. I'll do it. And that's what I want to do with you guys. One of the reasons why I started Student Worship Choir about a year ago is because I want you guys to not only understand how to sing, but I want you to understand why we sing. Why does this team stand up here on a Wednesday night and Sunday morning? Because they like to play a guitar? That's part of it. There's nothing wrong with that. But we want to sing songs that give you the privilege of saying to Jesus, I love you, Jesus, and teach you how to grow like that. It's my responsibility to show Francesca what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And that's why we're here tonight. We want to invest in your life because someday we want you to turn around and invest in somebody else's life. I mean, y'all got friends, right? And you guys are like texting all the time and kind of deal because you're talking to each other. I just love texting and talking. It made so much sense. I'd much rather sit and talk to you. I mean, when I talk to Anastasia, I'd rather it be face to face. Because what we say and look and say to each other is important. Dylan, stand up for a second, will you? You all know Dylan? Well, watch, watch this. This is how Dylan and I greet, turn around Dylan so they hear it. This is how Dylan and I greet each other every Sunday. Ready? Listen. Hi, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> I've known Dylan since he was inside his mommy's tummy. I've been here 30 years. And the cool thing about being here this long is that you guys are a part of my life. I've known, how many of you have known me since you were born? Okay. And the thing is, and, and Claudia's mommy was one of my junior hires. See, here's, here's why I do what I do. It isn't for the paycheck. It's because the Bible tells me that it's my responsibility as an adult to love you guys and to pour into your lives. I want to pour into your lives. 
God gave you guys, Eric and Adrian and their full, complete, wonderful staff because we love you. And because we want you to know that there are people here that care about you. Now here's the issue. Some of you think, how the heck can a 65-year-old guy understand what I'm going through at 15? And the truth is, we don't. We don't. But we want to know. We want you to know that we're here because when my head hits the pillow at night, and if I know Dylan, or if I know Abby, or any of you guys are going through things, the first words out of my mouth are, Jesus, I want to pray for them because here's what their situation is, and you know about it, and I care about them, and I'm asking you to help them. We love you, and we want to pour into your lives. In a few minutes, you're going to get to go off with some of these wonderful grandparents and spend some time with them. And I've given you guys a couple questions to talk about and to interact with each other. And listen, here's the bottom line. You guys are only going to get out what you put in. You can sit at that meeting tonight and just kind of go, when is this gonna be done? Believe me, I've done that. Or you can say, if what Jay's saying is true and those people really care about me, then I'm gonna tell them what they can pray for me about. And you know what? There isn't anything, there's nothing that you can say that's gonna surprise them, because we've done it. I was, my wife and I were pure before we got married, and I praise God for that, but I wasn't before. I am a forgiven sinner. I understand that. My daughter Bethany had a baby out of wedlock. She had sex with a guy before she was married. And I came to the church and I said, you guys, I said to Pastor Glenn, I said, Pastor Glenn, Bethany's pregnant. My heart is broken. Our hearts are broken. I will resign today because my responsibility as a leader, I will resign. And he looked at me and he said, you and half the staff, in other words, were forgiven sinners. And my children have made decisions as an adult. Caleb stood up here a year and a half ago, so you guys, and told you about his stint in Teen Challenge. Caleb lived on the streets in Washington, D.C. for a week, and he broke his mother's heart. And we prayed for him for a year and a half. Today my boy serves Jesus. Because God broke him. You guys, here's the truth. I don't want you to get broken. You don't want to go there. It is horrible. It is horrible. Being as far away from God as you can possibly pull. Kind of a Jonah joke kind of a thing. I don't want to go to Nineveh. You're gonna hear about this. I want to do what I want to do. You have the opportunity to let people love you in a way you may have never been loved before. We want to pray for you. We want to support you. We're here to be part of you. Let us be part of your family. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, everything that you have. And watch what he does when you let go and you let him have control. Okay? Let's pray. Jesus, Thank you for these wonderful passages of scripture. Thank you that we can trust you with everything that's going on in our lives. And some of us are going through some really crappy stuff. But it doesn't surprise you because you're omniscient. You know all. You're omnipresent. You're everywhere. You're omnipotent. You have all power. And the fact that we celebrated on Sunday an empty tomb tells me that you are God's son. 
So Father, I pray specifically for these people here that they would allow you to have control, that they would, they would open up and share with people who, who care about them. And I pray they have an amazing time here in a couple of minutes while they're away and sitting in their different groups. And, and that, Lord, it would be the beginning of an amazing relationship that lasts until somebody closes their eyes and enters your presence. Or you come and get us all, which is fine with me. Thank you, Jesus, for being an amazing God who loves us. And I pray this in your name. Amen. One more thing I want to show you real quick. Pull up that first tree. I was a thousand pines this morning. Nope, second picture. The other one. There we are. Um, Y'all know what that is up at Thousand Pines? That's that, it's not the snack, snack shacks over here. That's like the little store, or the cafe kind of thing, right? Okay, and that big old fatty tree, you see that thing? Okay, now hit the other picture. I want to get you a close-up of it. I want you to see this. I have no idea how old that tree is, but it's old. Now here, here's the illustration, and then I'm done. That tree looks absolutely dead, Andrew. Absolutely dead, I can't tell. But you know what, go back to the other picture. That tree is growing. That tree is producing life. So even though that tree may look dead and nothing is going on on the outside, kind of like this, <laughs> inside there's life. Inside there's energy. Inside there's a Holy Spirit that revitalizes this person every day when he gets out of bed. That's what I want you to have. That's what we want to share with you. Give us that opportunity tonight, would you? Okay, so we're going to dismiss you. If you do not have a group...